welcome to People Matters podcast. This is Sudeshna, your host, bringing to you the best insights from guests across the globe and industries. Though remote working may have been a boon for many LGBT workers against the workplace bullying, but as the offices reopen, how are organizations planning to invest on their well-being? Even with several DEI policies in place, do the LGBT workers feel safe enough at workplaces? To discuss further, we have Sarika Nayak as our guest. Sarika is the Chief Marketing Officer and Chairperson for Diversity and Inclusion at Capgemini India. Hello Sarika, welcome to People Matters Podcast. Hello Sudeshna and uh, thank you for having me uh, as your uh, guest speaker for this People Matters Podcast. Pleasure is mine. So Sarika, while uh, uh, you know working on this episode, I found that a study by OutNow Consulting found that the US economy could save as huge as $9 billion annually if uh, organizations were more effective at implementation of diversity and inclusion policies for their LGBT staff. So uh, what do you think about this? Thank you, Sudeshna. And yes, you know, there are numerous studies which have been done, which clearly indicate that there are economic and bottom line benefits by having an inclusive and a diverse, uh, you know, workforce, uh, not only in the US, but across uh, all countries, there are enough studies which are proving this without a doubt. Uh, not only is it a direct impact on the bottom line, what we are seeing that, you know, it is helping create a lot of new creativity, innovation and inspiration for all people around. Uh, take, for example, Capgemini, you know, for us, diversity is not an option. It's a business imperative. And, you know, we want our workforce to be reflective of our clients that we serve. And only when we are more inclusive in the way that we attract the best of creative, innovative and inspirational talent, are we going to be able to serve our clients with innovative solutions? So really, if you ask me, it's a, it's a question which is no longer debated that you know, having a diverse workforce with people from the LGBTI community is actually giving into better profits. So, you know, my next question is that, uh, do you think that redrawing the diversity policies and ensuring employment, irrespective of these uh, choices, these personal choices, can have a sustainable impact on employee retention in a market which is running so short of talent? Absolutely. And, you know, as you know, there is a there's an acute shortage of talent in the market, advancing technologies, uh, generational shifts and evolving dynamics around the nature of work, coupled with the need to be future ready have only added to this shortage of talent. Therefore, organizations increasingly across the globe are recognizing that they need to invest in diverse talent. And while policy changes are important, Really, the key challenge is how you can change the attitudes of the existing employees and managers and how do we welcome more people from the LGBTQAI community into the workforce. You know, I'd love to give you one example from Capgemini where we have done numerous initiatives to make sure that our hiring processes, uh, we are gender neutral. Uh, we do not discriminate in during our recruitment processes uh, for uh, basis any caste, creed or sexual orientation whatsoever. All our recruitment officers are trained to avoid any bias that might arise in, you know, if they were to know that the person who is, you know, whom they are interviewing is from the LGBTQAI community. In addition, uh, we are also seeing that more and more employees, how can we train them such that they are more accepting of people from the LGBTQAI community? I feel that, you know, uh, not only supportive policies, but also, you know, if we create an environment which is safe, where people can bring their whole selves to work, that will ensure that the talent gap that we are facing is narrowed and reduced. 
So Sarika, as you were talking about changing the attitudes of the existing employees, especially the sexually uh, straight employees towards the LGBT workers. So I would like to, you know, know a little about, you know, the roles of the HRs to educate people about overcoming their homophobia and be absolutely non-judgmental at workplace and uh, assess people completely on the basis of their productivity at work. So what role, uh, according to you, the HRs have to play in this? So Sudeshna, first and foremost, I think every single person has a role to play. This is not something which rests only with one person or a team or a function. It really is the collective responsibility of every single individual in the organization to open their doors, welcome people from diverse cultures, diverse backgrounds. You know, at Capgemini, our really brand purpose is unleashing human potential through technology for an inclusive and sustainable future. And I really stress on the word inclusive because we believe that the more inclusive we are, right, as an organization, not just as one function, the higher is the way that we'll be able to not only serve our clients, but also be looking forward to a sustainable future. So frankly, you know, uh, one is, one is, you know, uh, looking at how do you create a culture within the organization right from the top. So at Capgemini, for example, you know, the commitment starts right from our, you know, CEO, where they are committed to a inclusive organization. We actually launched a program called Outfront in 2017. In fact, we were fairly early in, in, you know, recognizing the need to be inclusive for the LGBTQI community. The objective of this particular program is to create a barrier-free workplace and ensure that, you know, all employees, irrespective of this, you know, sexual orientation, they can bring their whole selves to work and realize their full potential. Under this program, we have multiple initiatives. So, for example, you know, we have a program called uh, Outfront Ally Network Group. One of the things that we realized is that, you know, members of the LGBTQI community feel very isolated sometimes in an organization. They wouldn't know whom to reach out to. So this ally network is a very safe place where it's like a buddy, you know, whom they could talk to, open out, you know, voice their concerns even discuss some of the most, you know, inner fears if they have any. In addition, uh, you know, uh, not only just the ally network, we also have multiple, you know, um, multiple workshops we conduct through the year. And we don't limit it just to, you know, the Pride Month, really. We run these through the year on culture, brain and bias workshops. And these are at manager level. And these are also at, uh, you know, employee level. Because it's very important that the managers, you know, they play a very critical role in making sure that the environment for an employee who is from a LGBTQI community is safe and inclusive. So these workshops are custom for managers, for employees, and all our new onboarded employees necessarily go through a, a program where they learn the value of being inclusive, of being accepting. And this is part of the induction and hiring process completely. One of the things that I'm very proud of is some of the policies that we have been able to induce. And I'm, I introduce, and you know, Sudeshna, I must say that in that sense, many organizations have taken such steps, but we were among the first ones to provide partner medical insurance coverage for employees in the same-sex relationship. We, you know, I think we brought this in practice sometime in 2019. And we also cover gender affirmation services surgery in our medical insurance for trans people along with a month long paid leave so that you know they can go through this transition without really you know worrying about their work uh, in addition you know smaller things like you know we have in most of our offices gender neutral or all gender uh, work uh, washrooms 
what this means is that you know you don't have to identify yourself as a men or a women's washroom you can go to an all gender uh, washroom and you know feel comfortable in the skin that you are so you know if you look at it you know it's not the role of one person one function or a team i think it's really the collective responsibility and across all the life cycle of an employee to make sure that they don't feel discriminated they feel inclusive so that they can bring their best selves to work so two very heart touching and interesting things that i found out from your response to this question was you know the concept of creating a gender neutral washroom because even though a lot of dei policies are in place across all the organizations this is a very sensitive issue and uh, it's always great to know that capgemini is uh, you know concerned about the sensitivity of uh, a gender neutral washroom and also recognition of uh, gender affirmation uh, surgery as an important uh, health policy and uh, allowing leaves to uh, to the people who want to undergo that surgery and i think these two are very sensible and uh, significant moves that capgemini has Uh, initiated and also you noted that you know the onus is also on the ceos and all other leaders and that it is a collective responsibility across all the levels of the pyramid right from the apex to the grassroots level so uh, following this uh, you know my next question would be that uh, uh, you know the new age workforce calls for a changed method of workforce management so for years you know leaders have always kept away from direct dialogues with the employees but does the situation call for an employee and a leader dialogue exchange for more uh, uh, awareness generation so you know sudeshna uh, one of the other things that i wanted to add to your previous uh, question is also you know there are some smaller or more uh, subtle things that organizations have started doing and of course you know i represent capgemini we have been doing it for a few uh, years now is being sensitive on the language that we use so instead of you know sometimes being very specific about her or him you know how do you use words so that the people from the lgbt uh, community feel included so that's another piece and you know it's a it's a journey sudeshna i won't say that we have uh, you know we are we have reached a utopian stage but some of those finer are uh, things are also something that we should consider as we open ourselves to being a more inclusive uh, society going back to your question around uh, you know dialogues between employees and leaders absolutely a must sudeshna first and foremost you know uh, generation z frankly is a very different build you know they are open to receive and give feedback what they like to hear is authentic message they don't want a cliched message you know i can stand from the rooftop and shout my brand statement you know that you know we we are an inclusive we look towards a inclusive and sustainable future but if they don't see that in the actions of their leadership which includes the ceo they don't see it in the actions that we do with our clients they don't see it as an example of something that they experience in the organization they are very quick and discerning to know that this is just a marketing gimmick and hence i would say that one of the most important things is you know gone are the days where you know the ceo would speak only or the leadership would speak only to their direct reports it's so very important that you know the communication lines and channels are open across hierarchies just as an example i would love to share this that you know we have something called aaa it's called ask ashwin anything ashwin is our india ceo 
basically this is a forum where any employee across the organization whichever business unit whatever gender whatever sexual orientation can register themselves for a session with ashwin and ask him any question on any matter so you know it's very important that uh, it starts right from the top i also want to highlight that uh, you know one of the other things uh, about dialogues is sometimes it helps throw up things which perhaps we don't imagine so you know the generation z sometimes when they come up with a point of view it's not something that would fall in our classical uh, analysis and hence the importance of dialogue across you know employee base is very critical truly if you ask me as we build organizations for the future uh, it's going to be more and more important that we you know have a safe place for a dialogue so it could be through webinars it could be through you know uh, podcast series like this it could be through you know internal chat applications like yammer we are celebrating the pride month this year right sudeshna and among the many that we are doing so of course we are doing webinar series we are doing talk series we are you know promoting uh, the understanding among uh, people about why is it important to be inclusive but we are also doing something which is called a global ally challenge and this is a global initiative you know where india plays a very significant part in participation so we are also gamifying some of these so that it's fun and interesting for the uh, younger generation uh, i think messaging correctly across high uh, across hierarchies and messaging in a manner which future generation is able to receive will be the success mantra going forward concluding the episode the last question uh, sarika that i have is that as we are observing pride month uh, what would be your message to our audience readers and also the other leaders in the industry about uh, the lgbt employees So first and foremost I would say life is beautiful each one of us is unique each one of us comes with a rich experience for innovation creativity and it's really going to be the collective experiences of all of us that will make life very beautiful so like the colors of the rainbow same way it's going to be depending on a diverse set to help us navigate through the challenges that we see in the future and we truly believe and i personally very strongly advocate this that it's not just for the organization it's not just for the leadership but each one of us has a role to play in making sure that we are a better society overall and we really give you know people from all communities including the lgbtqi community the future that they want and you know the role may be significant the role may be small but we need to identify it we need to believe in it and that's the only way that we'll be able to you know build societies that last and endure for the future thank you sarika thank you so much for all those insights and also taking out time from your busy schedule for our audience and also me personally because it was really interesting to know you know a lot of uh, new things and very sensitive things which are important in the journey of uh, you know dei but uh, are uh, at times overlooked by many of us uh, so really thank you so much for sharing examples uh, which capgemini can set for the rest of the industry totally my pleasure sudeshna and i do want to compliment people matters and you particularly in making sure that we create the right level of awareness right level of commitment is significant so very good to see this and thank you for inviting me and capgemini to be part of this that's my pleasure thank you so much for being with us and for more such episodes stay tuned to people matters